Welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll. Oh, me, oh my. It's me. <laughs> and my name is Cody Johnston. That was good. Hello that was there. cute. Hi, Cody. And joining us today for the second time, but the first time for me because I wasn't there that day, is podcast producer, comedian, all-around fun fellow, Taylor Moore. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so nice to meet you, Katie. Thrilled to have you. Before we started recording, I, I was talking about, well, when there's a guest that I haven't met before, there's always that moment of like, what's this going to be like? But the second you came on the Zoom, I was like, nah, he gets it. <laughs> he seems fun. <laughs> well, I'm warmed up from eight hours of Zoom meetings before this. Oh, that warms you up? I love it. Oh. Yeah. I take. I work in a little office with my little computer and my little dog sitting on the bed a few feet away. And I never really see anybody. So whenever I'm on Zoom, it's like my chance to get out of the Dharma Initiative bunker and like interact (laughs) with human beings. And baby, we love it. Ah, this is such a positive spin. Yes. Now, you can't see this, but there's a lot of uh, I've used my own feasties to, to sort of scrawl out of manifestos oh. in the walls of the bunker. But okay. the Zoom camera only shows the part that I. Sh- yeah, yeah. Well, that is yeah. the beauty of the Zoom camera. We can hide all of our weird proclivities. Not that that's weird, but perhaps. I don't know. Thank you. No judgment. This is, this is a, this safe, is a space. safe space. Yes. <laughs> Finally, because my bunker is flooding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what it is. You know with what. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, we're going to hear more about that or maybe some other things. I don't know. But first, we have got to acknowledge the holidays. Um, obviously, well, maybe not obviously to you. Uh, this is June 1st, and that is the first day of Pride Month. But that deserves a much bigger conversation than our goof abouts in the holiday section. So we're going to save that for in a few minutes. But June 1st is also Dare Day. Huh? The perfect opportunity for people to break out of their shells and do something different. Or just dare someone else to do something. Hey, Taylor, I dare you to show us your dirty walls. That's the big one. God, he wasn't joking. You didn't say they were so slimy. Eh. Well, my Slimy my ships. my most recent stuff is the best stuff. Oh, <laughs> you can tell. You can see the stink lines. It means it's pure. I look at the walls I scrawled on with my own feces like six months ago, and I'm like, ah, oh, who is that guy? I don't know him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to evolve. It's good to grow. Also, maybe Dare. clean it up to make room for more. I got a lot of walls down here. Dare day. Well, I'm going to send you a magic eraser to see how that does for you. Okay. <laughs> Hard to get back. A lot of here. them. Okay. June 2nd, National I Love My Dentist Day. I Love My Dentist Day began so that you can send a thank you note or email to your dentist thanking them for the work they've done for you in the past. No. <laughs> I paid them. That was their thank you. Yeah, their thank you is... Wait a second. Can you imagine? Can you imagine... If one day of every of the year, a dentist's office is all of a sudden flooded with every patient they've ever had sending it, they'd be like, the fuck get this? This is what? I also like how they, they don't tell you really why it started. So, oh, it began so that you can send a thank you note. No, it began because a dentist was like, I want a thank you note. Or it began because like, well, we need more business at the dentist. Or some like, there's, some, there's some dentist one. started this and there's no information about it. They were like, oh, these people have no gratitude for what I do to their teeth for a very expensive price point. Oh, I'm getting conflicting information. It says every year on March 6th, we celebrate oh. national. Oh, National I Love My Dentist Day. Yeah, oh. that's, wait, wait a second. Oh my God, fake news. We're fake, we're fake newsing everybody. I'm so sorry, <gasps> folks. No, come on, come on. I spend so much time on the holidays. You know what, I just. But then there's also, it says also June 2nd. Maybe there's two. That's so insidious. These fucking dentists. Doesn't feel like, <sighs> I, I've yet to, I just have my birthday. I don't even have a holiday. And yet these people have two holidays. Yeah. Come Moms on. get one. Moms get one. Moms get every day. 
Okay. Oh. Some dentist sitting around two months after National I Love My Dentist Day being like, I wish it was here again now. <laughs> I missed it. Uh, only, to be fair, only one source says March 6th, so I apologize, Jonathan, for smirching your research. How dare you? Jonathan's at the top apologized. of this game. How dare, how dare me on Dare Day? It feels like this should be the end of the holiday segment, but I like this well-cat entry Jonathan's provided, so one more is coming at you. June 2nd. Yell fudge at the Cobras in North America Day. What? I'm going to read the blurb. Anywhere north of the Panama Canal, in order to keep poisonous cobra snakes out of North America, all citizens are asked to go outdoors at noon local time and yell fudge. Fudge makes cobras gag, and the mere mention of it makes them skedaddle. What no. the fuck is this? That's a well-cat holiday is what that is. Why don't they just shout, like, guns? Guns kill cobras? Yeah, guns kill cobras. But, like, fudge specifically? I don't think that fudge, if it makes cobra ga cobras gag, okay. I believe you, I guess. They don't know I the don't. word fudge. You're right. We should take them at their word. What makes just on <laughs> these kinds of holidays so joyous for me is that they have an inside joke about that makes yeah. this make sense and they won't share it with anyone. They're just like, check this out on the check website. This, right. Check out this holiday that me and one other person celebrate for our cute little reason. I, this is, this is like some peak 2003 internet <laughs> stuff yes. or like some kids in a Sunday school got together and did a petition and they thought it would be funny and random. Let's, oh, let's, so yeah. Uh, well, so Wellcat is th exactly that all oh. year round. Oh, uh, good. They uh -huh. sell like herbs and uh, they advertise these holidays. And they're all oh, like, it's so yes. strange. And they gotcha. will not let us interview them. Yeah. And I hope they got a bump in business because just like a little bit, like a couple days where do they a have a Twitter people... presence. No, there's no way. <laughs> I promise you, they do not. Do they have a Twitter presence? Okay, no. no, no. <laughs> I hope they've made a little money off this. Otherwise, it's just well like cat turd too. <laughs> we're harassing them from afar. <laughs> That's funny, Cuddy. Thank you. Oh wait, no. No, they don't have one. There's just somebody <laughs> tweeting about it. Electric light. Holidays created by Thomas and Ruth Roy of Wellcat Holidays and Herbs. Holidays and herbs. They know the difficulty of living with a pocket full of regrets. That can haunt a person during every quiet hour and knew that letting them go was the only way to find peace? I don't get this at all. I, I don't know. That resonates with me. I'm haunted every quiet hour. Anywho, this was a weird detour. Okay. 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 Taylor. Hello. Now oh, we're going to chat. As if oh, we haven't been. You're, you're in the clear. Already. <laughs> Almost had a quiet hour for a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you have recently edited... Uh, your last episode of Rude Tales of Magic. Oh, God bless it. Dish God with bless it. it. What's up? Why? Why'd you? Why? Why are you leaving? What's next? Oh, what's in it the turns old pipeline? Out, it turns out that uh, humans mm -hmm. need sleep to live. Mm. Uh, we were just talking and, about this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I fell into a habit of uh, uh, working a hundred hours a week and not sleeping. Uh, and that makes you go crazy. Mm. Yeah, it was. Have y'all ever like been exposed to like severe serial sleep deprivation? Jonathan, you're up. <laughs> just had a kid. Jonathan just had a baby. <laughs> oh, really? How how bad is the sleep deprivation? Um, it's pretty bad. Uh, but like not so bad that I'm like I'm sleeping about five hours a night right now. Okay, so I'm so functioning. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I'm not like I I could drive. Good. All right. So let me let me <laughs> let me, let me give you some say. pro tips. If you start to hallucinate bugs <laughs> or mice running around in the periphery of your vision, it's nap time for Jonathan. Oh, <laughs> you got to go oh, to bed. Oh no, Taylor. Yeah. This sounds pretty intense. We're having it's laughs, but horrible. It's <laughs> everyone sleep. For you. But also, if you do start to hallucinate about mice running around, that means you're sleep deprived and you should go to bed. Does it have Stop mice. So, it be something I guess my else? question is. So your walls are smeared with shit. Um, <laughs> do you think maybe that was why they were there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Good for you. 
um, <sighs> for knowing that you need to do that. Because um, I also know like how passionate you were about about like that show that oh, crew yes. and just like putting. You can tell when you listen to the episodes how much you put into it. And um, thank you. Knowing that it's just it's not good for you. <laughs> it must have been like a very tough. Sort of oh, it was horrible. Oh, to... it was terrible. Because so, so, you know, like I've had office jobs before in the background when the pandemic started, ended up, you know, producing, running my own sort of podcast production company. And, you know, before the beginning of April, we were publishing four shows and ramping up to release a fifth this summer. Uh, and it was, and that's, you know, it starts with seeing the mice in the floor and then it gets worse and worse and worse. Y'all, my skin turned green, like a character in a cartoon who's supposed to be visually sick like um, Did unbelievable it actually turn green or was it that's how you your eyes were seeing it or? no i had to uh, you, you yeah i had to check because your eyes get so bad and you know, yeah. you know i've been looking at a computer screen for 14 hours uh your your vision starts to get weird but no apparently if like uh uh like certain like in times of like high stress your body will reallocate oxygen like uh typically wow. yeah the, like the reason people in cartoons who get nauseous in like looney tunes with mm -hmm. bugs bunny and they get nauseous and they turn green is because uh if you get like seasick or like uh you know nauseous, your body will like push blood and oxygen to your internal organs or move it around and it takes it away from the capillaries wow. of your skin and so the, the the hue of your skin changes and i went to the bathroom and i looked in the mirror and i looked the shade of green from like an easter m&m Oh, no. You know, like oh, that no. beautiful, yeah. yeah, that beautiful pastel at the inside of one of the fancy McDonald's uh, <laughs> <laughs> from the 80s. And, and you know, yes, it's that, that kind of weird uh, pastel green that can happen to you. That is not just something you've seen in a, uh, a, a loony tune. I didn't realize yeah. that cartoons were so medically accurate. But All of now it is. I will never doubt it. It's yeah. Yeah. So do you have uh Anything that you're focusing on now instead or just giving yourself some time to regroup? Katie, I'm so glad you asked. I'm focusing on sleep, <laughs> taking yeah. some baths in my bathtub, and yeah. Worlds Beyond Number, uh, my, my new project that launched this year. Um, it's a, a, a the same sort of like, if you know Rude Tales, it's the same sort of thing. Improvising stories with games around tables, recording it, and adding a bunch of fun uh, effects and music later. It's 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 been uh it's been wild. We launched uh and at launch time we broke all of all of Patreon's launch records. Wow. Uh, the the response has been absolutely just just incredible. It's Brendan Mulligan, for, you know from Dimension mm -hmm. 20, you know mm -hmm. if you're a tabletop person, you know all these people, Brendan Mulligan, Abria Iyengar, Lou Wilson, uh Erica Ishii. It's it's a murderer's row of people sitting around and doing make-em-ups. Love it. This sounds awesome. I can't wait to check that out. Oh, check it out. Okay, well, we'll circle back around to that at the end, and you can plug it. Twice. We're doing it twice. Worlds Beyond Number, we'll do it twice? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey there, you pieces of motherfucking goddamn asshole shits and everybody else. Did you know that there are websites out there, websites right now that you can visit? One of those websites is patreon.com slash some more news, the webpage of a website that helps support this podcast, even more news, and our YouTube show, Some More News, which is also available as bum 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 a podcast. We've got ad-free episodes, names in the credits, monthly hangouts with myself, Cody Johnston, and Katie Stoll, and our wonderful writers and crew, and bum 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 stuff like that. Check it out or don't. We are not your boss. We are simply the voices you hear when you click play on our particular podcasts. Use promo code. There is no promo code. This is a Patreon plug, not an ad for, you know, a watch that connects to your plants and waters your candles while pumping you full of vitamins and disgusting juices. I've definitely talked enough here. Back to me talking more with people about topics. Patreon.com slash some more news. Okay, well, I think it's time to talk about the news. Um, like I mentioned earlier, it is Pride Month. This is the first day of Pride Month. And you can't ignore all of the terrifying rhetoric surrounding the LGBTQ plus community that has been everywhere for the past year, but especially right now, it does feel like everything's been coming to a very extreme head. 
and all the worst people you can think of have been chiming in with the worst types of opinions. You know the types, the mm. people, the Matt Walshes, the Jordan Petersons, Tim Pools, mm. etc. And, and, and uh, everyone at the Daily Wire. Yeah, and every state legislature. Yes. And every state most, legislature. Most terrifying. Also, yeah. yes, lawmakers that you who you don't know the names of that are quietly doing this. Mm-hmm. And the truth is <laughs> that all of this rhetoric has very real and serious effects on people's lives. Uh, threats of violence against the community have been have amplified. They just keep getting worse and more often, uh, according to the Department of Homeland Security. Which we love, by the way. Yes, it's getting, uh, yeah, what is it? DHS specifically referenced the rhetoric around drag-themed events, gender-affirming care, and LGBTQIA plus curricula in schools as being linked to the rise in threats. Uh, Nearly 500 anti-LGBTQ bills have been introduced just this year in state houses. Yeah, it's And they're also often bills that are sort of couched in this language that uh, are attempted to give sort of plausible deniability. Like even like the first, I think that was really uh, people were talking about is the like Florida's don't say gay bill. But if you look, if you read the bill, it doesn't say don't say gay. So it means that it's fine. But the language in it uh, effectively does that. And um, I think that's part of why a lot of it, a lot of this continues because it's, it allows like Twitter blue users and uh, people in that in that realm uh, to be like, well, you're just making this up. You're like, lo- like, that's not what it says. And then it continues and continues. And then they also call for public executions or whatever they're doing. Uh, yeah, today. that's the thing. It doesn't matter what the bill says. It, it, it's it's a it's a PR initiative in the culture war and to to name a, a victim uh, that everyone can act like it's their fault that things are going bad so that the people in power don't have to take responsibility for the fact that it's hard for you to pay for your kids college uh, and food is mm-hmm. expensive. Like, right. right. Did, yeah. Now, do y'all remember? Do y'all remember the the first time? And I think, well. First time in my life that like gay people and queer people were used as like a specific wedge issue for, I think it was the the second Bush presidential run Mm -hmm. where it was that they made the biggest, the the whole election was about gay marriage, Mm -hmm. 2004. And then as soon as he was reelected, they just sort of didn't talk about that for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't. uh, Yeah, it's all sort of, uh, they know they want to get a certain crowd out to vote uh, and get that big support. And then they don't really do anything about it. Um, and it's sort of come to this because like even uh, like we've talked about, you know, 2016, 2017, 2018, you don't you didn't hear about this stuff that much. And it's no, definitely because it's ramped not, up. It's not scary. It's not bad. People are fine with it. Yeah. It's um, only the absolute freaks and weirdos in power who you wouldn't spend 10 minutes talking to at a bar uh, that are that, that, that pretend to care about this stuff. And well, who- I will say that. Yes. However, what they what is effective is the focus on kids. And that is what is convoluting and complicating the whole conversation in many ways. I think for the average American, I think you're right. Like, I mean, I don't know. We have here the polling. There's lots of polling trying to ascertain how people feel about, you know, trans people and trans rights. And it's just so complicated and everybody's so heavily influenced by the media circus by all of these laws by these bills and they always include the whole focus becomes about children and that Mm -hmm. is full of you know disinformation full of exaggerations videos things that are out of context and absolutely not reflective of the reality of what this means and disconnected from any sense of empathy for what the other side like like just this is a conversation i got into the other night like do you think that anybody wants to choose to make their life harder you know (laughs) do you really think that this wouldn't be happening like i mean it's just blows my mind the disconnect but the the propaganda machine is strong and people don't even know what to think and even the polling is like part of that too like you're keeping it up in the conversations like this is the most important thing that we're talking about and that we're asking you about but like by doing that you're making that the most important thing we're talking about and and 
but also and like it's like they're framing it like well we're trying to ascertain like you know who's what do people think what like what should we do with policy as if polling is ever ever influenced actual policy yeah uh there's so many issues <laughs> where like yeah. the overwhelming majority of people in the country agree on like gun control things like that that's never gonna happen they don't care what people actually think the uh it's like it's always a follow the money thing you look at polling like 20 years ago 40 years ago it trails the actual like the actual laws that go into effect are all like follow the money not the actual like polling that is done or what public opinion is um so it's also just sort of disingenuous to be like well we just want to know what people think about it no you don't because I think it's the, not news, the, the news organizations, I think, want to justify their continued insistence on covering this as like an issue. So they really like getting polls where people call, you know, someone's getting a phone call and they're like, what do you think about this 10th grade swim meet? And everyone's like, wait, what? What's going on? There, do I have to mm-hmm. care about the 10th grade swim meet now? What the hell's going on? Right. But the New York Times is like, "Ooh, good. There's even split on this. So now mm-hmm. I'm justified yeah. in writing 10 more op-eds about it. Yeah, and it gives the impression that this is a huge, bigger than issue that bigger than it is. Yes. Instead of what it actually is, is like an acceptance and a finally real, finally realizing that people are born differently, and that people have had to live in hiding and self hatred and confusion for a long time, and now there's finally a community and there's finally a path. And I just want to circle back on this kids part because it's complicated it's hard to talk about it but you know there's all these misleading stories about you know teachers shoving this down children's throat Mm -hmm. or parents forcing their kids to do some gender reassignment and you're like what are you talking about you know like is in there but then you know like it could happen like sure i guess some place maybe some parent but that's not what we're talking about people take guns and shoot everyone up and you're not upset about guns so what are we talking about here at the end of the day what what all of gender gender affirming care includes therapy it includes uh time spent with doctors it includes you know making sure that a kid is taken care of there's a lot of damage that can happen to a child that's growing up in the wrong body and they if you can if you can give them puberty blockers to help them you know it, it's it's so give individual them time to, figure it out. to give them time to figure it out and like the the last step would be you know gender reassignment surgeries and and we're not even you're conflating all of this mm-hmm. and just ostracizing uh a whole community and like and the next part is so the justification for all of this outrage keeps being put onto children but the conclusion is anti-trans people in general. And it's not, it's not their point. Their point is the trans community. Yeah, they get the news and stories the and they get their foot in the door by talking about the kids. Same with the same way with the satanic panic. Same mm. way with the comic books are going to kill it, like are ruining our kids. Rock and roll is ruining our kids. I think there was even a moral panic about just kids reading in general in the 19th <laughs> century. Like uh, it, they get their foot in the door with, oh, but what about the children? Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, you're absolutely right. The actual effect of like the things they are complaining about in the world are in literally infinitesimal. The, if you if you look at the statistics of people who regret um, uh, 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 who regret gender affirming surgery, it's point zero zero zero. Hold on, there's four point zero 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 three percent, which is like. That is the number of people who regret their gender affirming surgery. And if you look at just people who've had the surgery, you have you have a <laughs> there is a rate of regret that is equal to or lower people who got knee replacement surgery. I was gonna, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like it's this issue, and that because also it's not it, it they want to get their foot in the door for all these reasons, and it's ultimately leading to just anti like gay people in general. It, they want to open it up to, and you see like again like these Daily Wire freaks. Uh, mostly are leading the charge that is their end goal they're all they're all fundamentalists and they have this sort of theocratic fascist underpinnings to their ideology and that's what they want to go to and i there's this what there's this one every fucking year with this guy there's a bench of pure tweet they always talk about like uh, celebrating pride for this like why are you so proud and it's this weird like what fucking rules 
It's slaps. But also, even if you like, even if you're like, I don't know if y'all have done any gay stuff. I don't know your personal lives, but I'll tell you, it fucking rules. Yeah. But even if you don't think it rules, like it's this weird, like disingenuous, like framing of like, well, pride is a sin, like all these things. Do you not understand like how language works and how society for decades and centuries and millennia have shamed, like the word shame people who are gay and finally it's more accepted and so instead of being feeling shameful they're going to feel proud and celebrate pride like it's a very simple concept to understand but they couch it in this sort of like biblical terms and this like well semantically it's a, like, shut the fuck up what do you mean you know what they're talking about it's just to celebrate that they exist and can exist and in the next breath they'll say i'm so proud to be descended from the athenian cultural yeah, yeah, tradition. exactly my my uh <laughs> white pride you know yeah yeah and it's so yeah. very obvious um and also uh katie your point too you were talking about sort of like there are all these like little like these tiny stories it's like oh this what this one kid in utah or like uh this this one swimmer uh is ruining it for everyone in the country and oftentimes a lot of these stories, like especially like a lot of the college campus stories and things like that, they blow up because like the New York Times or the New Yorker or whatever. And then like a week or two later, an actual journalist will look into it and they'll be like, this is actually bullshit. Like I exactly. talked to other people, you know, like a journalist and they <laughs> deny that this ever happened. So it always ends up being like, well, that's not really true. Maybe there's like a half truth in there. But by then everyone latched onto the first one and they're going to constantly share that no matter what. And then you get into this like back and forth, like, well, actually this didn't happen. And then it's pointless. Everyone's already locked yeah. into what they think. It's very frustrating. It's so hard to push back against it. Everyone listens to the show knows that I have conversations up here and I'll get, get into it with people. And you know, with, I think we should talk about some of these boycotts about target, but specifically with the Miller light thing. I sent someone um, an article about how I believe it was in Canada, but a couple was attacked. They'd bought some beer and were leaving uh, a liquor store and some people attacked them because they thought that this couple had Bud Light. They didn't. But it was this whole thing. They were assaulted. And I was <laughs> uh, like, this even is even if this they is... did. <laughs> but like, um, even so if they did, but I'm saying they didn't even have it, but these people thought that they did. And, and I was like, this is wild when you, you know, a lot of the conversations are like, it just keeps getting shoved in our faces and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but don't you see the media is doing it? The politicians are doing it. And every example that you see of people getting angrier and angrier within the trans community, within the gay community, is because they're being attacked. Here they are literally being attacked. And I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how you cannot see these connections you know, of course, people are angry. Of course, we're, of course, we're all going to get louder and louder and fight harder and harder because they are under attack. And you all respect the idea of fighting back when you're attacked. How do you not understand this when it's just something that, well, they don't understand it? Yeah, stand your ground. Yeah. Unless I'm mad at your beer choice. It is very telling that y'all brought up stand your ground and stand your ground culture, right? This like American cowboy idea of like, there's a 10 foot circle around you. And if someone does something in it, you don't like, it's okay to murder a human. Like that idea I think is tied in to the true ideologues uh, motivation behind a lot of the, 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 the state laws and things, because mm -hmm. I think that they know, I mean, look at what's been happening recently. You, you pull into the dr wrong driveway a guy right. shoots you from his porch. You knock on the house and be like, oh, I thought this was 269 and not 271. You know, and someone shoots you in the face. Uh, you know, all these things. People, like, there's a culture of these, these, these people who are on edge and armed. And the right. only thing, the, the last missing ingredient before you get to death is you, you're a criminal. If they think that you're a criminal or doing something criminal in any way, they will use that as an excuse to kill you and to hurt you, and so all the all the, the, the like the and I'm not talking about the politicians or you know the the people who are just taking advantage of of this moment to use it as a wedge issue so they can lower taxes later. 
I mean, they're having these consequences, but there are some true, brutally fascist neo-Nazis that are actually hateful towards these groups. Um, I do think that they are hoping that by criminalizing or creating the idea that being gay or trans is criminal, if they can introduce that idea into the general population, they will be flipping the green light on for people to just kill queer and gay mm -hmm. and trans people. Yeah. I, 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 I hate to think that cynically, but I mean, just, come on. Yeah. Don't I you mean, think that conversation's happening? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it all, it's all a big pool of kind of the same stuff floating yeah. around. And, uh, you know, some of the oils uh, in it are like a little more obvious uh, than others. And it's really, really just sort of clear what's going on. Um, I, and I don't want to get too depressing in this episode, but I am, I, I, kind of worried about this particular pride month because of yeah, all of me these, too. Of course. Uh, all yeah. of these attacks and like the, the, even the target stuff. And it's all sort of based off like these, again, like these like half truths, like what the, like, the, Oh, they're selling like a uh, uh, tuck friendly swimsuits for kids. Um, it's for, they're for adults actually. <laughs> Interestingly enough. Um, and all these things like you go to like, yeah, they're removing stuff from their shelves because people are going and harassing their employees who just work there. Um, and the violence is just sort of getting bomb bubbling up, bomb threats, all this sort of stuff. And now it's the month where it's the most visible because it's like you're saying, like, it's the, like the feeling of being attacked for who you are is why people seem angry about like all these attacks. And it's, and it's be like yeah. for the past five to seven years, it seemed like, well, maybe we're more accepted. Maybe it's OK to exist more presently and more openly. Um, and that is, you know, it all it, progress always leads to this sort of like fascist backlash and uh, some are stronger than others. Some are, uh, you know, stamped out faster than others. But this is uh, amidst like in a country where uh, we're the, we're the we're not even the school shooting country anymore. We're just the public mass shooting country. Yeah, uh, it's a mall. It's a school. It's a park. It's any it's a movie it's a theater, parade it's any place. It's a parade. It's yeah. all these places. Um, and when we have that culture, that is our culture. Sorry, folks. That's what we <laughs> that's are. That's it. Uh, I keep seeing like people like in, you know, uh, Americans visiting Europe and like, you know, a car will backfire and like the Americans will be like scared. And then uh, they're like, what do you what do you work? What? There was a car backfire. It's like, oh, well, we live in a country where that could be uh, death. Oh, yeah. I just thought somebody was shooting off fireworks to celebrate our easily right. accessible healthcare. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. And it's just like the we're, we're at this place where um, it's just like violence is like not just accepted in certain circumstances, it's encouraged in many circumstances. Um, like you're saying, like, yeah, knock on the wrong door. Be around the wrong person. And like make them feel unsafe for whatever reason. Oh, you're ranting on the bus. I'm going to choke you to death. And then I'm going to be celebrated by half the politicians in the country. And they're probably going to start legislating more so it's legal, right? If this, if this murderer uh, gets convicted of murder for murdering that guy, I, you can easily imagine a world where a year from now there are legislators on the local level or the state level trying to make something like that more legal to happen. This sort mm -hmm. of uh, legalization of vigilante justice, which to a lot of people is just, well, they make me uncomfortable or like maybe they're a criminal. Maybe something, something about something. them. That they're something no angel. About them. I'm not they're no say angel. What. Exactly. Yep. Something says no angel to me about this person. So it's okay. <laughs> I also yeah. want to be well. High bar clear. for America. Got to be an angel. No angel. You got to be an angel. Yeah. I mean, this isn't exactly a positive take, but I do want to chime in because it's really easy. When we're talking about this and and trying Please. to unpack people's resistance to it. It's really easy for us to paint it all in a broad brush. I think that there are some really disingenuous characters stoking the flames. I think that there are politicians. I think there are media people that enjoy the ad revenue and the clicks mm -hmm. and i think that there are a significant amount of people and i talk to a lot of them who genu genuinely uh believe and accept that people have the right to live their life how they want and are genuinely concerned about children and about what this means moving forward and while that's still a frustrating conversation a lot of people do not wish harm and it's, I, I just personally think it's important to point that out because I've 
I have frustrating conversations and I also feel like a lot of people are also, they don't want violence against, <laughs> you know, they don't want it to be like this. Yeah. So I just think that that's an important perspective in terms of like, like a lot of the polling is that it's like, well, the existence of trans people is fine. You know? Yeah, it's, a, I totally, I think it's also, it's unfortunate because I think you're right that a lot of people don't even realize what they're sort of playing into exactly. or being like propagandized oh, against. Yeah. Yes. And so they don't even realize like, oh, it is going to lead to this point where maybe mm -hmm. you'll suddenly realize like, oh, oh no, oh no, this is what it was right. leading to the whole time. And I think communicating that is really important to like, even though you think that's not what you're doing or you're thinking, Many of the people and a lot of people that dr are driving this like think tank, like religious twerps who like are, have these like plans, uh, they they tweet them out. The, the roof, Christopher Rufo, uh, CRT freak uh, from what the Manhattan Institute and yeah. the other place that also sucks. I can't remember the name of um, focus on the family is some, some bullshit like that. And it's like they have these they know what they're doing and they have a plan and they know that there are wedge issues. They know the ultimate end goal for them is to uh as like uh that daily wire freak points out they want to eradicate it from public society what does that mean well to them well i'm just saying like the, the ideology i want to get rid of the ideology well it's a person's personhood is not an ideology um if you want to equate the ideology to an individual and you say you want to eradicate the ideology yeah. what does that mean and they're on the record for saying, quote, they want to eliminate transgenderism, right. which and if someone has already had, you know, if, if someone has already transitioned in their life, either mm -hmm. just socially or just bought some shirts that they feel fit better or has, has gone through surgery, mm -hmm. like, so you're going to like round these people up and force them to do what? Like, right. the, like so many right wing ideas, if you just take it two steps further, it leads you into like, oh, you're suggesting we do the most insane thing I can imagine to mm -hmm. other human beings. And but unfortunately, the people who have no intention of things leading to violence, like some of the world's worst atrocities ever mm -hmm. were built on the support of a large group of people who didn't know that that's what they were ultimately supporting mm -hmm. yeah it's just important to always sort of like make that link clear and just like again though, like, but how do like how do you convince people like how well not con i don't know if convince is the right word like i feel like i can recognize when my sympathies and emotions are being played on to create like a wedge issue sort of thing so that one side or one politician can like win me to their you know like side mm. of the tribal uh, like uh, divide how and I, I think what enables me to do that is like, for instance, like I said earlier, I remember when they tried this with gay people earlier and like how disingenuous that turned out to be and how stupid it was on its face. But like people who have lived through this before, like how do you convince them like, hey, this is just well, like that thing they did last time? I think that it takes a lot longer than any of us would want um, of expo and exposure to more people. Um, I think that it takes, for some people, it takes knowing someone. I think there is also an element outside of what's happening right now, which is just so intense. Because, you know, even gay marriage stuff was before we had social media the way it is now. That's true. You know, and everything gets amplified and, you know, we have different technologies and different things and there's, it, it's just heated. So it's hard. And I know what I'm doing is not shutting my mouth i bet i keep my calm i mean because like like people that listen to the show and like i've i've met lots of people with different opinions up here and people that i really respect and like and they have for the most part respectful conversations with me and i have made some headway i have made points and i'm not saying that i've changed anyone's mind but it's like i i'm not a trans woman uh i have the luxury of being and i don't it feels a little corny to say that. I'm not like trying to paint myself as some fucking hero, but I'm not going to pretend that I, I'm not who I am and I'm going to have these conversations that are hard. And I know that some other people might feel more vulnerable in than me personally. Right. It's harder to sense. have those conversations. Like, yeah. We kind of, we kind of, uh, I guess it's available for, for patrons this week, next week, we'd sort of talk about like civility, the civility conversation and yeah. protest and stuff. And like, it's easy for people to see somebody screaming and go, well, you're unreasonable and everything you're saying right. is wrong. 
Whereas like the opposition is like, well, I'm calmly saying that I want to eradicate transgenderism. So it actually I'm being the reasonable one. I'm reasonable, but because they're being civil and uh, it is, a be- there's a benefit to being able to have these conversations a little more calmly to be able to reach people in that way. It's unfortunate. And uh, also, unfortunately, I think it, you know, people are very emotional and uh, it got it. Uh, it's quicker to radicalize somebody than to de-radicalize somebody. And like you're saying, even like knowing somebody, there's this uh, Ted Cruz fucking tweet about this. You got new Ugandan law that gives the death penalty for homosexuality. And he's like, this is horrific and wrong. Sorry, um, he's like, this is horrific and wrong. Thank you. Um, I didn't know who you were talking about for a second. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But uh, and then obviously he's getting a lot of backlash from uh, again the blue check uh, world um, for (laughs) saying the the blue checks are for the Ugandan death penalty. Well, they're not fully against it. Um, (laughs) So a lot of a lot of little fact checking from the blue checks today. Uh, It's so funny how like. They're like, we hate the hall monitors and now, but also we're the hall monitors. We shout out to you. Yeah. (laughs) The way the blue checks are couching there, we're disappointed in you is like, you should spend more time worrying about America. Your focus should be here at home. Why are you talking about this? It's a single tweet. It's one tweet. God, Uh, for one of the most online senators in the world to like fire off one tweet, like uh, absurd. But uh, it's, uh, you know, um, that's one guy and uh, who knows how like genuine he is, but uh, his uh i think his daughter came out uh like last year um and has been going through some stuff and i feel like that's another example of like he's been playing into this for a long time and the party and the sort of method and there is possibly this is speculation but this element of like now i know somebody you know and so uh somebody you love is going through this and talking to you and be like well no this this like this is what it's leading towards um, maybe one hopes maybe it got through to him, but that's w- what it takes for a lot of these people is to literally know somebody in their life who's close to them, who is experiencing this so they can communicate to them. Except yeah. for Elon Musk, who has a trans daughter and does not give a fuck. Well, um, that that guy's just a crab. I mean, that yeah. is a like Spider-Man. That's a, not, not the good kind of Spider-Man yeah, spider that creature. saves you from it's falling like, yeah, and well. kisses you upside down. The bad kind who's just like, a, 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 if, if a spider was as smart as Chad GPT and had $20 billion. Yeah. <laughs> so not smart, extremely rich. Yeah, b- bad uh, and wrong, but somehow we've yeah. created a system that put him at the top of everything. Yeah. Yeah, so first, first, I guess, uh, just point out that, like, again, this sort of, like, de-radicalization is quick, uh, and then you're locked in, and de-radicalization takes a, a long time, um, but apparently, if you have a trans daughter, it doesn't work. Um, five years ago, uh, Tesla was like, uh, look, Pride Month, fucking, here's our fucking rainbow car or whatever, because we want people to exist and be happy that they exist, and so on. Um, and someone, I, I think I'm blocked actually, or the tweet was deleted. I think the original response to it that I assume was some person who today would subscribe to Twitter blue. I was like, ah, this is evil. You're doing that, whatever. Uh, and Musk tweeted back. Don't buy our car. If that's a problem, people should be free to live their lives where their hearts take them Uh, a bunch of different colors of hearts and a rainbow. Good tweet, Elon. You fucking did the bare minimum. Great job. We we love you five years ago. Um, and now today he's well, we didn't being love like him five years ago, but well, no, um, <laughs> that's, that's true. We actually did an episode about him, I think five years ago, about yeah, how he sucks yeah. in his, uh, <laughs> union buster, but it was news then <laughs> it was exactly, but like, so like, again, the bare minimum, and I think like two days ago, he tweeted something like, uh, many, some fucking Reddit shit was like people, some, most people go woke so they can wear the virtue cloak, I believe is the tweet that he did. Uh, cause he logged on to rhymezone.com and it's like woke oh that's the one um and uh so, so like now, rhyme zone is now worth one third of it was <laughs> what it was before he bought rhyme zone exactly. somehow <laughs> five billion dollars Some... for rhyme zone <laughs> gotta delete the fucking woke yeah. definition um but now but yeah now he's doing that but um and then this other this thing from Matt today Walsh thing, which now jonathan you may walk us through the tweet yes so uh, twitter uh okay i guess the daily wire reached out to twitter to see if they could post all of their what is a woman movie and then promote it to everyone on twitter for like 10 hours 
Um, and I guess Twitter initially agreed to this, and then people from Twitter, not Elon, watched the movie and were like, oh, wait, no, this is horrible. Mm. And then canceled that deal, even though the Daily Wire can still post the whole movie because they pay for Twitter Blue so they can post long <laughs> yeah, videos. Yeah, exactly. So the Jeremy Boring, the co-CEO of Daily Wire, tweeted this whole... Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. DJ, take that back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, Jeremy Aboring. Boring. Okay. B O R E I N G. <laughs> Co CEO of Daily Wire. From Garing to Bearing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is Bearing. Okay. Well, it's, no, it's definitely not. Boring. It's Boring. It's boring. Yeah, yeah. He did a 16 tweet thread about, like, here's what happened. Too here's many why tweets. they canceled the deal. And Twitter's not for free speech anymore. And I want to read Elon Musk's reply, which is he also pays for Twitter Blue, so it's a long tweet. Um, Does he, though? <laughs> Only, only a little bit long. Here it is. Or he was gifted it. He by, was gifted yeah. it. And he it's all very open to interpretation. So uh, here we go. This was a mistake by many people at Twitter. It is definitely allowed. Whether <gasps> or not you agree with using someone's preferred pronouns, not doing so is at most rude and certainly breaks no laws. I should note that I do personally use someone's preferred pronouns just as I use someone's preferred name, simply from the standpoint of good manners. However, for the same reason, I object to rude behavior, ostracism, or threats of violence if the wrong pronoun or name is used. I am confused by this. Thoughts and questions. So first of all, again, back to his daughter. Um, I find it odd that he frames this as at most using the wrong uh -huh. pronouns is rude. Um, and <laughs> like, because rude. even if you're like this kind of guy, like, I'm a, I subscribe to Twitter Blue because I want to post John Wick 4 for all to see or whatever. Even if you're that kind of guy, um, not to besmirch the person who posted John Wick 4 uh, in all its glory. Uh, kudos to that person. But at most, it's cruel. If you have a, a trans daughter and you're calling her him and he to her face, that's not just rude. That is cruel uh, to your daughter, Elon. Um, so that's a weird framing to me. Like it seems dishonest to be like, well, it's kind of rude. But then also later he's like, however, I also object to rude behavior if the wrong pronoun is used. But wait, so it, you, you do you not object to the rude behavior of the pronoun? You said it was rude. So in response to the rude thing, you object you can't be to rude to rude. You can't be rude to rude. Two roots don't can, make a right. You can be rude one. You can't be rude two. <laughs> So like it's it, it, he's such I'm more a confused about what he's saying after this conversation. He's a horrible communicator. He should not yes. have purchased this communication platform. He is bad at it. Um and so but also like what do you mean you object to it? You you personally object to it? Is it it, it are you saying anything about the policy or is it you I object to rude behavior. Okay, I don't give a fuck. Who cares? I object to all kinds of things, but like, I don't own the platform. So what? It's, it's so unclear what he's saying. Right. Here. It's like, are you going to an, allow the Nazi movie to be promoted to everyone on the platform? That's what we're asking. Right. Yeah. Well, I and he's like, well, I, I think it's maybe not nice. But you also think that misgendering people is maybe not nice. So what do you object to? You can't say, well, I object to you know, I I use preferred pronouns. I also don't. I'm not rude to somebody who doesn't. Well, what are you saying? What do you mean? It's nothing. It's a nothing tweet. What a get it. weird. Well, it's like, why guy. is it allowed? He's a weird guy. But it's also... All these people are so weird. Why are they in charge of everything? These are the weirdest, hate little weirdos. And not yeah. in the fun way. Not yeah. in the way where someone's we weird and you're like, oh, get him over. She, her, <laughs> she can tell a story. You got to listen to what happened to her when she was traveling abroad in Slovenia. No, it's just like, <laughs> these people are intolerable to be around why did we make all the blue checks in charge of who gets to live and die because we they made pay a mistake dollars a month <laughs> eight bucks a month all things That's a mistake free. just burn it down oh god yeah it's You're um, on blue sky right do you like it is it better uh, there's no one there which is nice it's like being in the desert it's like going to joshua tree yeah, yeah. okay it's like a vacation it's yeah calm. it's, it's nice, very quiet but... no one else around too hot though sure yeah yeah <laughs> sorry cody what were you saying oh no just yeah it's fine i'm still trying to navigate how because i use twitter mostly to like tell people to fucking shut the fuck up uh because they're wrong or what or like you know little yeah. tweets whatever so blue sky it's like eh, everyone here's kind of cool i guess i'll do like 
silly jokes again. I yeah. still haven't. Like, it's you, like I've this, got this sort of like transition account, to like, but... oh, six years ago, it was all fun and games. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I, there's some recalibration uh, for, with Blue Sky for me. Yeah. The video is a violation of their terms of service, right? For Twitter by... <laughs> Well, I think they changed their terms of service, right? Because oh, okay. he the does it all the explanation that they gave, according to Jeremy Boring, was that they removed the specificity of misgendering from their like banned things, but that misgendering is still against their terms of service because it falls under a general heading. So whoever's in charge of this has censored the what is a woman posts, I would argue rightfully so. And Elon's like, no, this should be allowed. And then nothing's gotcha. changed. So it's just mm. a... Well, so he has said, he has said uh, at least once, uh, very publicly, freedom of speech is not freedom of reach. Many, again, blue checks, think that he invented that fucking phrase that so many people used before him. But, like, putting a little, like, censor uh, bar, like, oh, you have to click an extra button to view this hateful content. That's more or less what uh he's saying and um that's fine you want a little extra you know button i don't want to see that shit there's so much hateful sh stuff on this website now uh, <laughs> it's, it's like it's, it's so a bad dream of just like look at this uh one video shouldn't we like kill everybody who's like this <sighs> stormfront without the charm of being illicit right <laughs> oh they're gonna uh, lose they're gonna i really yeah, believe these it these weird weird idiots are going to lose i am just so fucking sorry that all these trans and queer people have to live through the yeah. period before yeah. it, these idiots hit the bottom of the cliff they, they yeah. absolutely will not win this culture war figuratively and there <laughs> absolutely is a lot of pain and fear for our trans community between now and then and i fucking hate it like there's lots of jokes but it's a sickening situation and i don't know i would encourage everybody to be pretty um whether you are a part of the lgbtq plus community or are an ally to be very vocal in your support and uh for this pride month for all the time but this is yeah. this is and like not fall for their shit yeah we were gonna talk about the debt limit deal but we <laughs> don't have time and perhaps next week oh, we'll no. see <laughs> um, so many thoughts about how money is real and yeah care about unbelievable but taylor you are a great guest please come back soon oh thank you i love uh to hang out and visit with you all it's a pleasure to be here thank you uh but why don't you plug your stuff again i ought to this time <laughs> if you're into awesome podcasts that are uh that sound fantastic and represent some very fun adventures i cannot recommend to you enough Fun City and Worlds Beyond Number. And you can follow me on all those socials at taylor.biz. Okay. Perfect plug. Excellent. Done like somebody who does podcasts mm. and keeps it to the point, gives the relevant information. I don't know. And, and? something else, but like sort of like, like snips it up, you know, tightens it up. It doesn't ramble. It like gets to the point, says the thing. Um, and furthermore, Katie, please cut me off. Well, listen, I've got it scrawled in the wall and shit right above my computer. Brevity is the soul of, and the last word has slid down to the bottom. So I don't know what that said, but it's probably something good. Something real good. Such a good callback. Such a good way to bring this whole full circle. Ah, what a treat this has been. Hey, all you folks at home. Hi. Guess what, though? I have something what? to say to you, too. You listening? You listening good? Mm. We love you very much. much.